0: Say When is dedicated to the memories of Paul Fletcher, Derek Sharpley, Hans Castagnol, and all the victims of COVID-19.
1: Warning. Staff and guests may or may not be under the influence.
0: Welcome to the very first episode of Say When. I'm your host, Joe Justice. Today's episode features a taste of what's to come with segments and topics like problematic co-workers, movie reviews, parody songs, callers, reactions, mental health, RIP Chadwick Boseman and RBG, pandemic fatigue coping skills, and after the show credits, our moment of win.
1: Say When is a podcast dedicated to fun and awareness while talking about everything or tapping out to switch gears. From critical thinking to comedy, we offer real barbershop talk, and progressive thoughts. Welcome to the free-for-all. Talk or tap out. Say when.
2: Say when. Okay,
1: well, cool, man. Well, let's get it going then. Welcome, <laughs> yeah, sure. to the podcast. What's up? Sure.
3: Yeah, man. Yo.
0: Yeah. We want to hear you do your yeah. uh, segment.
2: Uh, okay. Well, well, let's do the, well, let's do the mic check. One, two, three. Yeah, big jump. <laughs> you know? <A> sick fuck. <laughs> yeah. He's a bitch, you know? I like to talk about this dude uh, who nicknamed himself Cali. His name is Billy. Um, you know? And, yes, he's going to be he's gonna be the bitch of the week. You know, we were working on an assignment um, at a construction company one time. And sad enough, the day before, the man wasn't doing no kind of work. Talk about something. He ain't doing no work today. But he was around me and my in L.A. So we busting our ass on this one something while he's hanging out. He see the we see the foreman come, gonna yell out, gonna yell out when hey yo, we need some garbage back. You bitch you know? (laughs) And and then (laughs) the next day, Uh foreman gonna ask me if I help him dig some holes. I said, No problem, I'll help him dig a bit, whatever. Now bad enough, dumbass. He's gonna as soon as he starts digging, he's gonna throw the dirt that we're gonna need to put back in the hole over the wall. I said, man, um, wow. I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of dope you smoke, man. And I, you know, hey, I know what goes on with these day labor places, but um, are we gonna need that dirt? Oh no, when we did the next hole, we'll use that or the, the dirt from the hole to dug this up. I said, that's all well and good. So what you do with the so what you do with the hole that's going to be empty? I said, man, but okay, you know what you're doing. I'm just here to help you, you know? Hey, I'm just here to help you. I mean, this daily, I could always walk off and it ain't going to go on my resume, you know? (laughs) I'm just buying time for my unemployment (laughs) benefits, you know? For real, Um, for
4: real. We'll be right back after this message.
5: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
2: Before the intermission, I was you know, talking about the
5: bitch of the week named Callie. You know, Callie, your bitch girl, your duck
2: and Oh, you son of a bitch you. suck your mother you know? that's yeah. what's up, man
0: <laughs> yeah you know co-worker who's trying to act like he's your boss when he's not
2: no co worker trying to show out in front of the boss oh, make himself look good that. yeah you know 45 year old man I could tolerate that from a high school student or a 20 year old but not a 45 year old man anyway we get in front of the boss He's gonna say oh yeah and by the way yeah, just try to dig the holes a little bit faster. I said, man, I, so I showed him out in front of the boss. I said, man, motherfucker, don't try to show out because the boss is because you in front of the boss. Number one, I ain't digging up no hole quick for anybody. My name ain't John Henry. Number two, wow. I said. Number two, I said. Number two, you dumb son of a bitch. You're netting you how about next time when you dig a hole, stay put the dirt on the side rather than throw it over the wall. And that's when his boss (laughs) was, right. So that's when his boss was like, "Nah, man, don't throw the dirt over the wall in that water, man. No, we can we can get fined for it." And so like, yeah, (laughs) mm hmm. Think the hating came from when we had an hour break. My man, um, want to come up to my ride, you know, because he didn't ride with us. But my man want to see us and want to come to my ride, and we had six minutes before the break was over. Going to ask me. If I could take him to go get a cigar. I said, didn't you walk to the store earlier? He said, yeah. I said, so what I look like risking me being late for my break so you can get a damn cigar when you have a whole hour to get it? Nah, man, ain't no happening. It's it's just not happening. Mm -hmm. You bitch, huh? All
0: right. Welcome back to Say When. We have our guest today, JC. Thank you very much. We're doing the review of the unfit movie with Donald Trump as the main focus as usual. So let's start off by playing a clip. Here we go. If you don't
4: have normal empathy, you're going to mistreat people because they don't matter. There's an absence of loyalty. The absence of loyalty is a sign of antisocial personality disorder. Loyalty at its best means I care about this person, I value this person, so I will stick by this person. If you have a person without empathy, what you find is that loyalty disappears as soon as the other person crosses them. As soon as somebody says, I'm not with you anymore, or I disagree, it flips from you are the greatest person to you are a horrible person, you are a worthless person, and I will attack you, I will destroy you.
3: You know, some of the people that were
6: most loyal to me are people that I didn't think would be. Some of the people that were least loyal to me are people that I think I would have treated them differently. I think I would have treated different groups differently. I would have wiped the floor with the guys that weren't loyal, which I will now do, which is great. You know, I love getting even with people.
0: Wow. So he was young. I mean, that was probably 30, 40 years ago. I don't know when that that particular clip was. But he he was talking like a mafia Don back then. And I like how he, you know, he said he's going to get revenge on not only individuals, but certain groups. Uh, I wonder if those were ethnic or racial groups, but JC, kick it off.
4: Well, that's not an isolated thing. You know, he talks about revenge often, like it's a good thing, like getting, being out for revenge, trying to get even is a, is not a personality defect. I mean, I'm not a Christian, but he pretends to be, and Christians pretend that he is. So, I mean, vengeance is mine. Is that not what I've been told was all about God? If anybody's going to seek vengeance, it should be him. But, you know let's leave behind the the hypocritical uh, religious right i think we know what a shameless shameless uh, Hypocrites—they've been revealed to be. Yeah. I just want to Justin Frank, and maybe we can get some audio of him later. Just the the mustache alone is worth listening to this man. His observations on Donald Trump are are just also very uh, informative. Yeah, man, he made me look at Captain Crunch in a whole <laughs> new
0: way. <but> he's <laughs> a lot of
4: respect, respect, <laughs> triple corona <crochet> crunch, respect, <laughs> respect the crunch. But well, let me um, ask you yeah.
0: uh, before we dig in: Let's just say whether or not we like the movie. Uh, that was Amazon
4: Prime. Amazon if I'm not Prime. Not mistaken. So yeah, I think you got to rent it right now.
0: Buy it, bootleg it, steal it. <laughs> Do what you got to do, but you should definitely see it. Nothing is perfect, but it's by far one of the best documentaries I've seen, especially before the election. It focuses on on a number of topics that weren't highlighted, I think, as much. And I think the flow of the documentary and everything
4: works. I loved it. And I give it two fists up. Uh, What about (laughs) you, brother? Give it Um, whatever rating you want. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You should watch it. I think it it does a good job of bringing together, piecing together everything about Donald Trump that if you've been paying attention for the last five years, you already knew. Uh, I, I won't criticize the movie, but I will say it didn't teach me a whole lot that I wasn't already aware of. Now I watch Donald Trump very closely. Right.
0: And we also saw the great hack uh, documentary. So we had Cambridge Analytica and the Russian trolling that Malcolm Nance was talking about in unfit, fresh on our minds. There's a lot of uh, overlap there. I could have edited out the former Trump enablers that got a little bit too much airtime. Scaramucci and Scaramucci. Yeah. Uh, it's just hard to refute the fact that the man is not well. He's incompetent. He's unfit. He's responsible for the deaths of many Americans. And uh, most importantly, he has no loyalty to anyone, friends, family, our country, and not even to our dead soldiers. RBG wasn't even in the ground, and he's putting in somebody that will try to undo everything that she has done. And it's exhausting talking about Trump, but we don't have a lot of choice because basically he's going to affect every single American's life in the next few months with this election. And we know we're not going to be getting results anytime soon, and this thing could drag out. You know, we're hoping for Christmas we get a Donald
4: Trump is out or a verdict that says clearly that Joe Biden has won. One. Hopefully I mean, the oh, hopefully, Supreme Court won't. Hopefully overturn. sooner, yeah. but, but you know if we have to wait that long. To bring it back to Gartner for a second, one of the main psychiatrists, and what you played in the clip earlier about his antisocial personality disorder—that just says it all right there. And and you throw in a, a bit of malignant narcissism on top of that, and you have everything you need to know about Donald Trump. This movie does a good job of bringing that all together in one place. In case you haven't been paying attention as closely as maybe some other people have, you know they also had Richard Painter on there who is a Republican and I think as such has a lot to answer for because, you know, he did serve with uh, George W. Bush and in the Iraq War, you know, to be the ethics lawyer in that White House. He at least never was a Trump enabler. And the Goldwater rule that they discuss about psychiatrists not having a psychiatrist and mental health professionals should not comment on the health, the mental health of someone they have not personally examined. And I think they did a very good job of refuting that and encountering that with the duty to warn that I think is much more important than voicing their opinions on public figures. I think certainly Donald Trump gives any mental health professional enough information to know that either he is deeply delusional. I don't mean that hyperbolically, I mean, possibly suffering from early onset dementia, or he is a pathological liar or inability to distinguish reality. And I think that they're very correct in saying that you don't need to put somebody on a couch and talk to them for an hour or whatever to make that diagnosis. And I think they do a very good job of just dispelling that idea that you can't that the psychiatrist shouldn't comment on a public figure that may be showing very dangerous signs of mental instability.
5: Number one, of course, cognitively, we have someone who's really not functioning cognitively who has the capacity to launch the nuclear codes. The other thing, though, about his developing dementia is that when people develop dementia, everything about their personality becomes 10 times worse. So in his case, he has a malignantly narcissistic personality disorder. He's going to become more paranoid. He's going to become more aggressive. He's going to become more impulsive. His judgment is going to get worse. His uh, impulse control is going to get worse. And so if you think he's bad now, wait till you see how bad he's
0: going to become. I do think that we have enough evidence that most psychiatrists would feel like it's important to warn about Trump. We have a duty to warn. I just wanted to say as a mental health advocate, we're not talking uh, negatively about anyone experiencing mental illness. Uh, oh, absolutely. We're, we're just uh, saying that there is a personal accountability for him, for his for his own behavior that he is fully aware of and that the people around him are aware of and are enabling uh,
4: when they that should be really good making point. sure that he enabling gets the help it. that he needs. Uh, that is really it, th- there is a cruelty to all of this that has nothing to do with Donald Trump, and that is keeping somebody with this obvious mental. infirmity or difficulty, whatever he has experienced, there's a lot of people around here that are just letting that person be exposed and not put out on a stage to be a puppet uh, for whoever's political gain they happen to be able to get at the time. So yeah, thank you for pointing that out. He's a weird victim in all of this as well.
0: Really weird of you to say and, and empathetic. <laughs> He's a yeah. weird victim. Yeah, oddly enough. Yeah. You know, you're being objective and you're taking a step back and just looking at it from a scientific point of view and trying to put emotion aside because, of course, there's always a lot of emotion involved when we talk about Trump. You know, hopefully his entire criminal family organization get the help that they need and support. <laughs> criminal justice system, I hope. Yeah. Or the military prison system as i would prefer or you know
4: hey yeah. knock yourself out right. black site guantanamo right. knock yourself out he's 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 fond of all of those places so you know i wouldn't be surprised people with mental illness should not be feared but they also shouldn't be elected president in if, if the mental illness is so debilitating i mean abraham lincoln was notorious depressive i believe they brought that up in the movie right. as they, well they, right they even brought up uh bill clinton's Sexual compulsion. Yeah, well, they use the term that escapes me at the moment for for what they they think he may have, and and they do point out that yeah, you can have a mental illness and still function. um That they, what was it? Lincoln's right. depression might have even helped him win the Civil War. Just bear all that horror, bear all that misery of a nation at war. Just he was so ready for it. Most of our heroes, uh, sports or entertainment actors, a
0: lot of them, if not half or more, you know, are suffering or experiencing oh, absolutely. some sort of illness. There's an upside to some illnesses, not all of them, but there's an upside, mania and stuff like that. Sometimes it'll help a lot of people get stuff done. Other times you'll be so unstable, you have to be hospitalizing. I apologize because we've, we've went totally off. Track again no from I, the movie I, no I, but I don't I don't think
4: we did here because I think I think unfit and mental health and and wellness is a, a critical part of the movie like Trump is an important part of the movie but there's this underlying message about mental health and 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 how to how to recognize it and how to react to it um absolutely and I think you talk about entertainers and, and a lot of brilliant creative people that that do have mental illness and to what extent is the mental illness something that they push through it and they still are successful and to what extent is it you know the Kanye West who Right. Who, you know, homeboy clearly needs needs to get some help. You know, he doesn't need to be holding whatever the hell that that political rally right. <laughs> he tried to do. Lo- and that, that didn't benefit him. That didn't benefit anybody else. There was no reason for that. And somebody should have stopped it. Right.
0: And he and he still is responsible for his behavior at the end of the day, especially someone in his position with all his wealth and power, worldwide connections. He could be doing more to take care of himself. Right. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. The last thing I wanted to say personally, and I'll let you, you know, knock it out the park. Mental health wise, well, I'll take it back to why I'm voting for Biden and Kamala Harris. After this, if you don't think that mental health care should be mandatory, if you don't agree with Medicare for all, fine. But let's just say certain things like if you're born physically handicapped, you're covered, you're blind, you're deaf, you're, you're covered. If you're mentally ill you are covered. There's certain things, pre-existing conditions, especially corona-related, you're covered. For those people who are afraid to migrate into a system like Canada or Cuba or Western Europe, Australia, New Zealand, all these other
4: high-functioning societies that we're way behind in. To add to that, you know, mental health care is also not going to break the bank. Compare that to cancer treatment, compare that to Alzheimer's, diabetes, heart disease, obesity, all the things that we spend money treating people medically for. Compared to just having people available to talk to motherfuckers and just make sure that, hey, you all right? Because you'd be surprised if you just get somebody in front of them and you get them talking. That can sometimes just that's that right there can be the inflection point, awesome when they point. realize that somebody is listening. Somebody is, is, is out there. You're not alone in your own mind dealing with this. Somebody will listen. Somebody will help you do something that comes kind of cheap. We don't pay mental health professionals a whole lot of money in this country and it could really make all the difference. So absolutely cover that with Medicare. What the hell is wrong with people? There was a, an almost a school shooting. Kid came to school, had the gun. I think the teacher just approached you eye be contact, right. I remember that. speaking, yeah, talk to me. And then the gun is dropped, the hug. The point is nobody got killed. Mental health professionals, I think you find at least as many of them willing to make that risk as you would find cops willing to do the same, willing to to put their life on the line and expose themselves to danger to hopefully use a very, very difficult situation. Absolutely. And if anyone, if you need help, seek help. It's there. Well, thank you so much, JC. Did you want to say anything? Watch the film, especially if you just really want to know what's going on with Donald Trump.
0: Thanks again. Thank Thank you you. you so much. Say when?
2: Hi, this is Raymond Dunn Jr., host of Shades of You podcast and the founder of Through Black Eyes Unfiltered podcast, and I listen to Say When.
0: We got a song called Black Republicans, inspired by Kanye's love lockdown. Here it is. Black Republicans, I can't fuck with them. Talking about my sins while they drinking gin. Cheating on a spouse, Jeffrey Epstein's house. What is that about? Need to get found out. We will never know who's guilty for show. Shit's incredible. Y'all some punk ass Uncle Tom sellouts. Too much Lexa, bro. You fools. I said George Bush don't care about black people. As soon as I wore
6: a red hat, I'm a cool. You can't do enough for nobody out here. So how about
7: a, I stop?
4: Hey, man, that shit made my
7: day, man. That shit cracked me up, dog. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Fucking ho. <laughs> Hell nah, pimp.
0: Welcome to the Say When Podcast. We got brother uh, Brandon on the phone right now. How you doing, bro? Yo, what's going on? What's going on, Joe? Chilling, chilling. So uh, welcome to the Say When podcast, uh, you know, we talk or tap out anytime you're uncomfortable, or something you don't want to talk about, just tap out and that's it. We switch gears and drop it and go somewhere else. So anything you want to talk about, the floor is yours. Uh, I didn't do any introduction background because I'm not sure how much of your information you want to give. Most people come on the podcast are anonymous right now. So whatever you want to say, floor is yours.
6: That's the see, first topic I would definitely like to talk about um, is definitely the, the death of Chad. Um, my man, Black Panther, is gone. Uh, who knew that he had cancer, for one? That was crazy. Yeah. But, uh, but it's good to know that um, he had people in the circle that didn't, you know, drop the ball when it came to uh, not letting anybody know. That he was actually was suffering from cancer. I thought that was pretty cool. But I wanted to talk a lot about um, who would you see to kind of take the mantle, if not even take the mantle, but how would the MCU kind of shift their gears uh, to maybe promoting somebody up to the Black Panther position?
0: I can (laughs) say that honestly, I wasn't like a fan of Black Panther. You know, back in the days with the comic book because you know they didn't really give him that much powers and you know he's just kind of a side character but luckily they they corrected that and you know um there was some good things of course he was the richest person and in the world and he was way smarter than Tony Stark yeah man he was incredible and I seen him in Jackie Robinson that's when I was like yo salute and then James Brown I mean that brother could act yes you know we we took a big L man and uh, us as, as you know, black people, man, when, when we don't see ourselves represented on screen and then we as children have to fantasize and read comic books to see ourselves represented with some type of power or authority, you know, it's it's, it's disappointing and it's crushing to to lose him. The only thing that gives me hope now is, um, according to the comics, of course, Shiri always became queen. His sister becomes the queen. Um, Correct. And so I think at some point she's going to become the the Black Panther. But I'm hoping that um, Marvel just shows some Black characters some more love and, you know, stop marginalizing characters like Storm, you know, that are way more powerful than they portray in to be. I mean, even the Hulk, you know what I mean? Yes. They, they just, you know, I... Uh, real fans, those of us who love something, and then you know when you see it, you get all excited. It's like you know when you go into a restaurant for your favorite meal, and then you take a bite, and it doesn't taste nothing like it's supposed to. You know what I mean? So it's
6: mm-hmm. yeah, they, like they really give you like a taste of like what it could really actually be. But I actually did enjoy the Black Panther um, movie. But as far as the comic, you know, I wasn't big on it. Yes, I knew about it, and yes, I didn't read it just for the simple fact it was Black Panther. But um growing up, uh, I was, you know, of course stuck to the all X Men and everybody else. Uh I was growing up with Wolverine and everybody. But um just a simple fact that Chad dying now, um, here in the year twenty twenty.
0: Uh, it's just another another reason why i hate this year 2020 <laughs> but. Yes, everybody agrees this is like the worst man this is uh you know they talk about all those doomsday movies and who knew that 2020 would be a natural disaster caused by an idiot yeah that mm-hmm. could be avoided you know unlike the other environmental disasters that we have no power over basically except uh that we need to stop contributing to it so um yeah the um I mean I don't want to get too deep cuz you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm pro black so I you know I have issues with the content for us not being created by us the us not having creative control whether it's about our history in slave movies or it's something like a comic book character that was created by you know a, a non black person and and right. as we know didn't portray black people in the in the best light and and it kind of overrode um the Black Panther party so I'll give it, I'll slip in the boys. Uh, I think that's an excellent and, and demented dark show. But I want to give props. I don't even remember the brother's name right now, but he is wearing oh, T-shirts. I'm, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you're he's talking about up, Mother's Milk. Thank you. Thank you. That's his name. Mother's Milk. That's not a name that's going to stick. MM, <laughs> M- Like, what? Well, yes. <laughs> so yeah, so, so that, sure. that T-shirt, bro, Black Panther Free Food Program. Like, everybody needs to know that the free food program that's in the United States school system right now came directly from the Black Panther Party. You know, Correct. Name, I mean, it's just it's a lot of revisionist history and I'm I'm not one of these people that even in TV shows when I see all old westerns and all of a sudden west all racism disappeared and the black cowboys chilling with the white cowboy and they're treating the Chinese person fairly I'm like no 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 <laughs> let's that, keep that, it let's that, keep it that
6: 100. even take a long time to to, to do too though yeah. is because you've never seen like everybody like the Indians everybody's savages or whatnot so for for a long time it was just people straight you know cowboys indians and a lot of that (laughs) i don't want to say is really technically uh brainwashing but when you really think about it the cowboys everybody always wanted to be the cowboy as opposed to the indian just because the indian was the one that always ended up dead um
0: and the cowboy was the hero All right, we got a caller on the line. Caller, can you hear me? Hello,
3: yes. I want to say, uh, first of all, uh, the problem is people, they are lazy. They don't want to work. They Uh, don't want to go uh, get a job.
0: Well, I mean, what about you?
3: Oh, 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 hey, me, I have three jobs. I work McDonald's, I I drive genie. I drive the Uber. Yeah, McDonald's, I make the uh, French fry, McNugget. Big Mac, special sauce.
0: All right, but not everybody's able to work. Some people are, are sick, you know. It's Trump's fault with the stimulus check. Uh,
3: Trump, Trump is a, a vagabond. You know, he's, he's racist, racist. Trump. Haiti, Nicaragua, Mexico is a, a shithole country.
0: That's what he said. Uh, he
3: never been to my country. What, what does he know about my country? People like him, they, they have the money and they steal everything from Haiti and they, they make uh, people poor. And they stay rich True. and then they never have enough money. Never. Mm-hmm. Hey Trump, you he, he don't need to be president because he don't want to work. He lazy. You want to watch TV all day? <laughs> yeah.
0: You're oh. right. <laughs> hey uh, appreciate your call. Thank
3: you. When I listen
6: to the Asian caller. <laughs> say MacDonald. Yeah. <laughs> <exactly. laughs> <laughs> I thought about the only person I know that used to say that, Nick Danone. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you're going to have a, you're going to have a bomb ass podcast, man. All that just was just like perfect, man. It's going to be a nice podcast. It's going to be well put together. I mostly want to listen to your podcast because it's going to be funny. Say one, one.
7: Listeners. I know that it's rough out here dealing with this COVID-19. Everybody is trying to cope the best way they know how. But what I have done is I limit my intake of the news to about 30 minutes a day. That way I can get what's going on in the world as well as the weather. And then I just show it off. Just know that we have faith and you have to have hope that everything is going to work out.
0: We appreciate that. If anybody is experiencing, uh, you know know, extreme pandemic fatigue and, yeah, they feel like they're about to lose it, whether they're about to curse, you know, someone out in their family or friendship circle, or they feel like they're about to get violent with somebody. uh, Are there any resources? Is there anybody that they can call or any organizations maybe they could try and reach out to? Um, Well,
7: the organization that I reach out to that helps me a whole lot is called NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. They have a group right now. A lot of them are doing it virtually, and they're throughout the United States. They can help assist you if you're going through a situation or a time. You can have someone to talk to, and it's free. There's some really great people there. Some of my best and closest friends I met at NAMI, that's what I would recommend. All right, thanks. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.
0: Call the NAMI helpline at 800-950-NAMI or in a crisis, text NAMI to 741-741.
5: When you go to the polls, you have many choices to make. Choices that impact you, the people you care about, those in your neighborhood, and across the country. Your vote also has the power to help people with mental illness. But with so many issues taking front and center on election day, mental health often gets lost in the noise. What if we told you you're already voting on mental health? When you vote on the economy, you should consider the local grocery store manager living with bipolar disorder. Mental illness costs the U.S. economy billions in lost earnings every year. Treatment and employment services help people with mental illness get work and stay in fulfilling jobs. When you vote for education, your vote affects the teenager thinking about suicide. Policymakers influence how our schools provide help and resources for students experiencing mental health conditions. A vote for health care impacts your neighbor who is struggling to get out of bed each morning. People depend on public and private health care coverage to get help, including the ability to find a mental health provider and access appropriate treatment. But mental illness affects more than just the people experiencing it. It impacts caregivers, including parents, children, and spouses. Entire communities, the entire country. While one in five people experience mental illness, five in five people are affected by it. On Election Day, there will be many issues at stake. When you're at the ballot box, remember our children, parents, partners, and workers in communities across this country, who are all counting on you to vote for mental health. Go to VoteForMentalHealth.org to learn more.
0: Say when. Uh, We have Erica here to pay respects to the late, great RBG. Kick it.
1: Yes, she deserves a lot of respect. She did a lot for feminism. She was a feminist. She did a lot for civil rights, and she was a good person. Just in my opinion, she did a lot for everybody, Doesn't matter what race, what nationality your sexual orientation. She just believed in humanity and people. And that's something that a lot of people have lost today. A lot of people have lost their morale. A lot of people are just interested in different political people. I won't say his name, but uh, it all comes down to money, money, money. And it, it's like people need to step back and really think about what's really important in the world because... When you die, you can't take the money with you. And I, I think it's important to be a good person while you're here on Earth. What have you done for yourself, for your family, for, for strangers, for animals, for the world? And I just believe she was a strong force to be reckoned with. till the day she died, she was still fighting for for the goodness of all people and equality. And people have lost that. And I think we need to go back to that. And it really disturbed me to see that, you know, she's not even, uh, forgiving in the ground yet. And we're already nominating somebody else. Like nobody is, is replaceable, you know? And I, I understand that they do have to eventually fill her place for her employment, I'll say, but still give time for family, for people, for admirers to, to mourn her properly, not just, oh, hurry up now. Let's appoint somebody to get somebody in there. So we could run the Supreme court. No, that, that, that's, that's not good. People need to really step back and think about what's important to them. What are they showing their kids and their loved ones, their families, their employers, everybody? Life is not about money, at least in my opinion. It's not about money. It's about goodness and the warmth of people's heart. And unfortunately, she's not here with us anymore. And she will be missed because we need more people like her in this world, on this earth, because without people like her, this world is going to go to crap, in my opinion, because people just don't care. They, They value about, you know how big their house is, that what kind of car they're driving. You know, my blouse costs $1,800 and it cost a child, you know, working 12 hours. Th- she made $3 making this shirt. Like it, it just, I think people need to step back and really think about what's important in life and you know if when you pass away you could look back and say I've done good things then good for you but you know how many people can really say that I, I don't I don't understand what's going on in the world right now I'm just seeing too much hate way too much hate and I don't like that I don't even like watching the news not that I ever really like watching the news but when you see so much negative things and racist things and even our president is is basically saying screw all you other people I'm going with these people over here but the rest of you I don't care well, that's not the type of president we need whether you're a Republican Democratic Independent. Liberal, whatever. If you want to be president of the United States, you have to be a president for all. Look out for everybody. Otherwise, don't try to become the president. Or when you do become the president, just basically say, I really don't care about you, other people. I'm going to fight for these other people because you guys are all worthless or come from, you know, crap hole countries. It, it's just an evil time right now, and and I just wish we could skip these next couple of years and like fast forward or rewind and go with somebody else because humanity is lost right now.
0: Absolutely. I feel you. I appreciate your passion. Thank you so much. Um,
1: Thank you. I just
0: wanted to say here at Say When that uh, we do support uh, the Equal Rights Amendment. Uh, It's way past due to become a constitutional amendment. And in general, our position is that women need to assume more positions of leadership. Women are not known to be sexually sexual predators on the same level that men are. They're not known to be violent the way men are. Aggressive, the way men are. As a man, I have to take accountability uh, for what other men are doing, and uh, you know, check them whenever possible. Like you said, it it is very sad, but hopefully, things will get back to normal. And when this cloud, this fungus, this Trump virus is gone, yeah, it's like you know, you and I have experienced a lot of hurricanes. It's kind of like after the hurricane, where you put everything to the side and you just help your neighbor cut that tree in the middle of the street. And you keep it moving. It doesn't mean you become best of friends with that neighbor afterwards, but you just see your humanity kicks in and everybody just comes together and helps out. And hopefully that's what happens. Um,
1: God willing. <laughs> once
0: someone is sworn in. I won't say after the election because, you know, we we won't know. So once someone's sworn in, we'll see.
1: Definitely. After their storm, there has to be some type of light, right?
0: While I got you here, uh, you know, feel free. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about or anybody you want to even uh give a shout out or anything to
1: shout out to my mom <laughs> for always being a good gracious dainty woman who doesn't have a bad bone in her heart and her body i'll
0: second and third oh, that
1: just just love her and to all my friends who have stuck by me with all my craziness and and my brothers and my siblings who i love very much and just the people who i've surrounded myself with it's all about positive and love we don't need any more hate yeah,
0: there's a lot of hate in this world, and unfortunately, um, I'm going to have to carry the torch for hate and just keep hating on Trump, because that's what I do. <laughs> but I'm working on it.
1: Working. We need a woman in power. Kamala yeah. Harris, just, you know, and she's he, she's half Jamaican. Uh, uh-uh. yeah, Let her get in the office and clean up. Clean up real good. It's about time we need a woman. It's been men, it didn't matter what political affiliate. It's been men for too long. We need a woman to really help clean things up.
0: Honestly, I think the majority of the problems in the country can be solved by whatever plan whatever plan that these powerful, intelligent, smart women come up with. And the women I'm talking about in particular are Kamala Harris, Katie Porter, Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi, when they put their heads together, you know, come up with plans and strategies. Uh, did you see the Senate hearings when, you know, Kamala was tearing uh, Brett Kavanaugh a new one? I should say Senator Harris. I apologize. I'm looking forward to it. And shout out to uh, SNL uh, for Alec Baldwin's Trump impression. I'll never get tired of that. <laughs> never.
1: That's a good one. That's a good one. It, <laughs> it is.
0: <laughs> shout out to coffee, good quality coffee.
1: Yes. I need it in my life every day.
0: That's right. (laughs) So I usually close the show with words of wisdom. I'll start and then feel free um, if you want to jump in afterwards. My closing words of wisdom is drink plenty of water, stay hydrated, take your meds on time every day, and COVID don't play. Mask it or casket, social distance or non-existence. You want to say peace out, blackout? Yeah, peace (laughs) out, (laughs) y'all. All right. Thanks again for coming. Thank you. Thanks to our special guests Erica, Shaheed, JC, Elisa, Kaz, Gene, and Brandon. We'd like to send a special thanks to everyone at Tipwell Media and Kidjik Multimedia. Please support Screen Heat Miami Podcast, Through Black Eyes Unfiltered Podcast, and Shades of View Podcast. Music by Iron T. Hawk and Chief Smacker. Say Win continues next week with an exclusive interview with the VP Debate Fly. Fast Food and the Furious, Unpopular Opinions, Movie Reviews, Parody Songs, Doctor Real, CMJ from Germany, Fast Eddie Damien, and more. Remember to email your questions and feedback to official Say at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at saywhenpodcast. And if you're a resistor, follow me at Joe Just underscore us. And now our moment of win. <laughs>